Hello, everybody. This is Gosha from Cosmic Agency. How are you, everybody? Today, I'm going to show you some parts of our my conversation with Varu, since we don't have the communication yet. However, as I am revising the conversations that we've had in the past months, there's so many details, there's so much, so many points that I didn't even include in the videos because each time we talked about something, I wanted to, pro uh, I wanted to go deeper into the topic. So, so I didn't want to share those little details in the videos because my focal point was main profound topic each time. But now as I'm reading, there's so many, so many little details that I've never shared. So that's what I want to do today too. Mention a few interesting points from our communication. Okay. First, first. In the very beginning, when we started talking uh, with Varu, I asked her, well, I was asking her a lot of questions, but then as I was asking, I wasn't sure how she's going to react to me asking so much, because I don't know if you know yet in this channel, but I like to ask questions and I ask a lot of questions all the time when I make videos. I, I like to even make questions that seem silly to people. And it's because I just don't care. If it's in my head, I have a question, I don't want to know the answer. I don't have the preoccupation or worry that it's going to look silly or, or stupid to people. So, um, so this is what I was wondering about is, is what is she going to think about my questions? And that's why I want to share this. She made me feel so good from the very beginning about the questioning process. And this is what she says about this. This method of communicating is very restrictive and limited. It makes us very frustrated as the amount of information we can pass is limited to what we can type and we cannot use our natural communication abilities, which are using more telepathy. Telepathy. We are mostly women here. We talk a lot. Yes, they talk a lot, apparently. And add telepathy to the mix in a normal conversation here, and you get the idea about what I'm talking about. So they are using, they, they, they talk a lot, the women, they talk a lot, and they also use telepathy. So there's a lot of passing of information. So it's very frustrating for them to, to be typing and communicating this way. And also it's prone to misunderstandings, she says. So asking is very important, very important. Please ask, ask, ask. Never take things for granted. I love it when you ask. Asking is a clear sign of an advanced soul. And I respond, wow, Svaro, this is amazing you say that. Because not many people here think this way. They are so afraid not to ask things, not to look stupid. And I told her, I just don't care. For me, what's, what's, what's important is to understand things and not my image. And, you know, because I really believe that if you are not asking something because of what other people might think, you are really just not sure of yourself. This, you lack self-confidence. The self-confidence is not only when you know something, but especially is when you don't know something. So this is where the true self-confidence shows when you are not afraid to demonstrate that you don't know something. There's nothing wrong in not knowing and still be strong in yourself. So uh, this is what I told her, that I'm very glad that she perceives it the same way. And she says, if you don't ask for fear of, or perhaps being seen as ignorant, you remain ignorant. If you ask, then you will no longer be ignorant. Of course. 
and I respond, this is exactly how I am. Sometimes people perceive me and my asking and insisting as innocent, childlike, naive, because I like to ask questions. So thank you for letting me be me. And she responds, that's precisely how many describe us here, innocent. And I believe that innocence is a sign of a clean, positive, untainted, advanced spirit. This is what I have to tell you. They are very innocent. They are very uncontaminated in a way, very transparent. They have a lot of knowledge and information, and they could be even strategic and you know operational. But their soul, their spirit is very transparent, very clean, and very with no evil intentions behind. Innocent. And she says, not asking, that's ultimately to sink you more into the matrix. Asking frees your soul. And that's because the only way out of the matrix, matrix is with knowledge. That's right. So this is why I'm sharing this with you, just to encourage you to, to not to be ashamed to ask questions, to question, to believe in your questions in order to receive answers, because the knowledge is what will get you out of the matrix. Okay, next subject. Many people have been asking me in the Spanish channel, asking us for the last months, why is there no audio communication or video communication with them? Or has there been? So no, there has not been any audio or video communication. And this is what Zvaru says about this. Well, actually, in the Spanish channel, we made a whole video about why there is, why is there no proof? And because this ties with that topic, why is there no proof? I didn't publish that in uh, English version. So this is like a very short version of maybe of that. She says, because it's not permitted, not even audio. Simple as that. Prime Directive, Federation, and, and all that. Also because the audio may be used against us as the background noises can give away shield harmonics. I have no idea what shield harmonics are. I'm just transmitting what she said. And also the video will give away the interior of the ships. Of course, maybe placing a cloth behind her would, would be okay, but still not really permitted. Also, it has to do with forcing a validation of who we are. It's very important for them to still maintain us in a free will zone. They don't want to impose anything. And imposing an evidence is an imposing a certain reality as a fact already. And they don't want that. They want they don't they, they want this decision to be ours to decide whether this is true, not true, whether they are real. They want us to make up their our own minds and grow up and decide for ourselves. Also, they like to keep some reasonable doubt. And this is very important also to protect this, to protect this information, to protect us, to protect, to protect this whole disclosure they are, they are doing. Because imagine that now we are coming out with the video, with the interior of the ship and the audio and photos and all kinds of information. Then, I mean, would you really think that we would be here for much longer? I, I think. That's what she says here. The man in black would come knocking at your door. So the reasonable doubt is also for the government agencies to think that we are a bunch of loony wackos. <laughs> That's what she says. This gives us some kind of a protection layer. 
because they, they, they are concerned about our, our, our security also. And she also says, I don't know in Spain, but in the United States, it's punishable by prison with no possibility of parole to entertain an extraterrestrial, to talk to an ET, aid an ET, conspire with an ET, talk to them, hide an ET. It's illegal. So there are all kinds of uh, security measures. And it's not as simple as just, hey, I'm going to show you the video. I'm going to show you the audio, photos, videos. It's, this, the matters are serious. Let's be serious here. They are performing serious operations. You know, this is about the Earth's liberation. They have to be very careful. Talking about dangers, and uh, they are under sometimes. In the articles about clones, she has spoken about clones and how they are used nowadays more and more to even attack them, not just as politi politicians, clones, singers, entertainers, just for whatever reasons, but they are also used to attack them, infiltrate their ships. She says they, they use, the cabal use clones to attack us, and they have been doing so for a while. The cabal uses advanced clones of politicians, people from the entertainment industry, and just about anyone else. They managed using several methods to replace some people here, like Asket, to steer the events from the inside. So they are so advanced, these clones, that they even infiltrate their own ships, and they pass as someone there. Asket is the leader of the Tigetan forces. The clones are so advanced, uh, I'm sorry, the, she is a military leader, military leader of the Titan forces here in the Orbiton. The clones are so advanced that they even can fool the auric reading sensors. So you see, they have to be really careful. Before, reptilians were trafficking people using well, secret space programs as meat, as slaves to other planets, that was stopped by the Federation, according to Zvaru, and they don't do that anymore. However, just because they, they can't do it that way, they are using tricky way to still traffic people out. And she's here talking about someone who I don't want to mention its name, it's, and, and this person has a YouTube channel also, and she's saying that this person running is running a whole network of of the secret operation to smuggle people off the planet. He promises people who are his followers to take them off planet to a better life in Jupiter and moons. But they must give him all their belongings. And she says, it is all partially true, but the people who are taken are for slaves and for meat. He is working for the reptilians to smuggle off planet, to smuggle off planet meat because they cannot do it in a normal way any longer because of the Federation blocking, block, blocking every ship that goes in or comes out of Earth. So the Federation started to intercept the negative ships full of people since 2015. And they take them to, they, 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 they save those people and they take them to the ship. They were taken to the Andromedan ship from what I see. And. And I'm telling you all this, this ties in with why there is no audio or video and proofs. The situation is serious and they have to be very protective of the, of themselves. So they discovered, it was discovered that among those people they saved, many 
Most were just humans from Earth, but among them there were operatives and advanced clones, and the sleepers. What are the sleepers? A sleeper in this case is a name designated to an intelligence operative, spy or agent, who is doing nothing and blended in among the rest of the people refugees and is only awakened at a specific time to do its nasty work. So imagine, they're saving these people from the reptilians, they're taking them to the ships, and among these, these, these ones, there are sleepers and clones and spies. So they have to be very, 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 very careful. So this was just a short conversation I had with her about clones and, and about the danger of, of clones. Because artificial intelligence and clones, these are one of the most dangerous threats to us at the moment. But now, let me just finish because yes, this is, this is the end, but I have one more point. Let me finish with, with a lighter point. In the beginning of the conversation, she was explaining to us that they are very normal, like, 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 like people in many ways. They are people. So, uh, there is a lot of interchange of customs. Uh, they 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 use lipsticks, earrings, and dresses. The, the women are very feminine. As Vera was telling me that one of the one of the reasons why they are afraid of the open communication with people and uh, you know total revelation is because of those little details. They said she says, you know, Gosha, which is one of my biggest concerns. It's not complicated subjects or technology, spirituality. It's the little details, lipsticks, dresses, and earrings. Those details may not be well taken. It may trigger disbelief. Because yes, everyone expects the extraterrestrial to know sophisticated things. That's normal. We, we, we assume they, they know these things. But once they come out and we see them so normal with details like lipsticks and eyeshadows, that's going to trigger this belief. She was, they are worried about that part because of so much miss, so much disinformation that went on throughout the years about how the extraterrestrials are and what they're supposed to look like. And they live in this etheric, eternal field of rainbows and love and light, androgynous and just, just never get sick, never get emotional. It's not true. There are beings like that, but they, the Tigetan Pleiadians, are not like that. So we have to just get over the fact, get over this fact and just accept it. If we really want the disclosure and the open communication with those races, this is what we have to face and accept. And she says, I'm sorry, Gosha, that's the way things are. Girls must have their jewelry and makeup. All information is relevant and you cannot leave anything out as it's all interrelated from quantum mechanics to spiritual life coping concepts to advanced polymorphic metals, artificial intelligence, and lipstick shades. It's all important. They cannot leave anything out. If we want to accept them as our families, as our friends, then we have to open ourselves to every little detail of their reality, from the most advanced concepts to the simplest ideas in their daily life. Thank you so much, Enrico. Thank you very much for walking around and destroying the sound of my video. It's okay. You are forgiven. Thank you so much for watching. And um, the next video will be 
Now, this is going to be sophisticated subject, sophisticated extraterrestrial subject about stellar navigation. She will explain how their ships work, time travel, how they use frequencies, not speed of, not the speed and not light velocity. They use frequencies to travel through time and space. So that will be explained. It's going to be a long article, but stick with it because there's going to be a lot of good information along the way. Okay. So see you very soon. Bye-bye.